Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the all-encompassing Louis Fox. That's right. I can always tell you which way north is if you're directionally challenged. I can help you out. <laughs> and uh, this is a rerun, folks. We, uh, you know, we are busy, and you know, it's been a little crazy with Louis's travel schedule and me getting ready to have a baby. So uh, we are dipping into the archives here and pulling out some stories. We're from yesteryear. We're fist in the barrel of uh, odd news stories. Wait, what, why would you say that? that? That's the worst saying ever. Isn't that Who what Nolan that? Ryan did? He put jabbed his fist into like rice. Fisting barrels? Yeah, don't you remember I've the old... I've never heard that term in my life. There's an old commercial where Nolan Ryan has a barrel of rice. And he's like, he's like in the off season, I jab my fist into a barrel of rice to keep my pitching arm strong. Uh, I think you just made that up. I just watched a documentary on Nolan Ryan, and there was no fisting barrels. <laughs> okay, hang on. I think I think I just googled it. Hand training with a rice bucket. Nolan Ryan and Roger Clemens pioneered it. I don't know about this. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna send you a link. Of- you found that too quick. <laughs> Oh, look, I found a website right here that said uh, the Nolan Ryan, Roger Clemens fisting barrels. Not real. Look at this website I just found. Snopes just gave it a 100% real. (laughs) Uh, So, folks, uh, this is a rerun. So uh, if you heard these stories, we hope you enjoyed them initially and are welcome to hearing them again. If, If you haven't heard these ones, we hope you enjoy them for the first time. Let's get to them. Get to some weird stuff. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a news source more reliable than getting drunk off of Bud Light. <laughs> it would take quite a bit. Yeah, well, I went to a NASCAR thing in uh, North Carolina. My friend had tickets, had uh, like a box, and it's free free beer. Uh, it was all light beer. Yeah. So we're not getting drunk. We just have to pee a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. And then at the end of the night, the bartender's putting away stuff, and he has all these bottles of wine that weren't out. And we're like, we could have had wine? Yeah, totally. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, that's how I notice. It's like you drink, you have to drink like 500 just to get a buzz. Yeah. Yeah. A California man attempting to defend his home from a wildfire said he turned to an unusual source of help when his water was shut off. Several cases of Bud Light beer. I so hope in the story he just drinks it and pees out the fire like full on. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. I thought. I thought that would be more efficient. Like drink the beer, get like a little buzz, and then you just pee. You know, yeah. it's like in Brussels, the statue of a small boy and he's peeing and he's yeah. always peeing. And the story is that he saved the town of Brussels with his pee by putting uh. out a fire with his pee. And uh, this is a revered statue. And just think this guy could have had a statue uh, if he... of him peeing. <laughs> He's like, well, it looks like that fire's about an hour away. <laughs> so if I start drinking this yeah, Bud Light right. now. 
Chad Little said he decided to stay behind when his family evacuated their Vacaville home last week as the LNU lightning complex fires approached their neighborhood. Little said he had hose Little said he had hoses set up around the house to provide a consistent source of water to keep the flames away from the house. But he started worrying when the water to the area was shut off. I don't get why you would shut off the water to an area that's on fire. That's like the electric company turning off its own power. Yeah, right? I did, yeah, I didn't quite understand that either. I'm sure there's reason behind it. The homeowner whose house previously burned down five years ago in a fire sparked by an attic fan said he grabbed one of his 30 packs of Bud Light cans. One of? Yeah, that's crazy that... I think his attic fire was started by his own faulty wiring because he's busy drinking one of his 30 cases of... No, no, the neighbor's house caught on fire because of an attic fan. It's his house. Oh, gotcha. I wonder if this guy... So his house burned... Oh, I thought thought it was... For some reason, I thought it was the neighbor. So his own house burned down five years ago because of the attic fan? Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm going to keep some Bud Light on hand. Make sure that this doesn't happen again. Exactly. Jeez. This is the this is like it's your third amendment, right? <laughs> like thou shalt have Bud Light. <laughs> As a well-organized militia, you can have Bud Light. I mean, Bud Light's got to sponsor this guy, right? And to commemorate your accomplishment, we're going to give you a fire hydrant filled with beer. Yeah, well, we did a story a while ago about the old lady who had the beer delivered to her. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Bud Light, if they're missing an opportunity, if they're yeah. not sponsoring this guy, that was the only thing I had that I had a lot of, and it was wet. He told the Vacaville <laughs> reporter, luckily I had a bunch of cases of Bud Light and I was able to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Little pulled away some sheet metal from the wall of his workshop and used an exposed nail to pop holes in the can. That seems like the most inefficient way to do it. Yeah. It was like, first, first thing I'm going to do is this Shop, I'm trying to protect. I'm going to rip the paneling out. I only, I only know how to shotgun beers. I don't know how to actually <laughs> open them from the top. <laughs> when I ripped up the sheet metal, it had a nail, so I was just shaking it up, popping it just, and spraying them. I can't think that's a fa- The fire couldn't have been yeah. that bad. Like, when you spray it, you're thinning out the water, right? Yeah. So it's like, wouldn't it just evaporate when it hit the flames? You, you would think. Obviously, this guy knows more about it than we do. This guy, like, just, he's shaking these up. He's spraying them like he just won the most, like, redneck <laughs> he's, 8500. He's like, I'm going to douse myself in this beer, and then I'm going to roll in the fire. <laughs> says, stop, do- drop, and roll. <laughs> my buddies all tease me about drinking water, beer, and hey, it saved my shop. He said firefighters eventually arrived in the neighborhood and helped keep the flames away from his home. I would love for the firefighters to show up. And he's like, you, you guys, have you tried this beer? Yeah. <laughs> but I think about trying this beer. It this works way my, better. Save my shop. It did it five years ago when it, when, <laughs> when it was up in flames. But uh, So Little said his carport burned to the ground, but his home was untouched by the flame. Well, that's good. Yeah. I just see the, him... Got to a can in each hand, beer spraying out, and the firefighters roll up like, mm. <laughs> you could take my, you could take my carport, you can take my water, but you can't take my beer. <laughs> when they pry it from my cold dead hands. I love the smoky the bear. Only Bud Light can prevent forest fires. You know, so when we were camping a couple of weeks ago, it was like fire danger extreme with uh-huh. the smoky bear and my daughter ella she goes she goes how does fire get extreme does it go off a ramp and do a backflip through a hoop of people pretty much pretty like, much yeah <laughs> so what do we think louis i mean i'm glad he saved his thing and used something unconventional yeah uh it would have been a lot cheaper if he i don't know had 
jugs of water. Yeah, at home. yeah. Maybe next time we have a bunch of waters for this exact reason for, for wildfire season in Seattle. Yeah, I, I think I it, depending on the liquor. I don't have Bud Light around or even beer. I would might let my house burn over like pouring a bottle of Jameson over. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can't, you're trying to smash it on nails in your <laughs> yeah. It'd just be hard to pour that out. I'd be like, ah, uh. <laughs> I'd feel like the end of a 90s rap video. <laughs> you poured it out for your homies. All right. So, yeah, it's, I'm glad his house didn't burn. Good for him. And I'm sure his friends will no longer make fun of him. Yeah. He's going to make fun of all of his friends putting out fires with their champagne. Yeah. Putting out fires with their. Ex- expensive craft beer. Yeah. He's like, I saved money. <laughs> All right, I like it. I do too. News Part 2. This story comes from thehuffingtonpost.com. That's a news source more reliable than buying weed from a guy named Street Corn. <laughs> I would buy. It sounds delicious. <laughs> you know that weed's going to it's going to be oregano mixed with corn. It's going to pop. It's going to have like corn nuts in it. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. All right, so Story goes, Sioux Falls, South Dakota mourns brief life of urban cornstalk. If corn growing in the street is news, it's not urban. It's not even suburban. <laughs> You're more country than a Garth Brooks album. Wait, what are you talking about? You're saying that this should not be news? I'm saying that it's not urban if it's in Sioux Falls. I, I mean, it is... You know, the largest city in South Dakota. Yeah, that's like saying you're the hottest girl in South Dakota. (laughs) All right, so residents of South Dakota's largest city are mourning an urban corn stock that briefly became a lighthearted beacon of hope during the coronavirus pandemic. Can you imagine just like, this this is the symbol of our struggle, (laughs) this lone corn stock in the middle of the road. So some people have symbols of like, you know, Jesus on a cross. A fist in the air. <laughs> no, corn. The Argus leader reported Wednesday that the stock had been growing up through a crack in the concrete at the intersection of 57th Street and Minnesota Avenue on Sioux Falls South Side. Dubbed the 57th Street Corn, complete with its own Twitter account during its brief lifespan, the plant was a symbol of resiliency and hope as the pandemic rages on, Mayor Paul Tenhaken said. I wonder what the uh, Twitter account's like. Is it as good as Britney Spears' Twitter account? Yeah, who's the, who's writing the content for yeah. the corn? <laughs> Who, like, I would love to be like the social media manager for the for this town. They're like, all right, we got a great job for you. Oh, am I going to do the mayor? Am I going to do like one of the city council members? No, we have like a piece of corn that's growing up in the crack in an intersection. We would like you to like write pithy comments about it. Yeah. Give it a personality. Yeah, look up all the corn puns you possibly can. You know your city is having problems when its most popular celebrity is a piece of corn. That's, that's why I'm saying it's not an earth. Oh. <laughs> Finding joy in the small things will continue to help us get through what has been a challenging time 
in our country, the mayor said. It was amazing to see the community rally around the 57th Street Corn as a sign of hope over the past few days. Now, it's important to note that amazing was A and then maze as in corn. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice that, actually. That's hilarious. <laughs> if only our federal government could rally around something so mundane. <laughs> like corn. <laughs> That could give its people hope. <laughs> yeah, let's rally around making change. So that's let's round rally up. around the penny. <laughs> no, penny fad news. <laughs> let's rally around the, the buffalo nickel. <laughs> yeah. Residents reported Wednesday morning that someone had ripped out the lone stock, prompting an outcry in social media. Someone attached a sign to a traffic post where the stock grew that reads, Corn. R.I.P. Oh, yes. So, but that's a weird presumption because we don't know that someone ripped it out. I mean, it's in near, it's near where cars are driving by. Yes. Why couldn't a car just drive? Could a wind have been blown it over? Could a car, could a bicyclist, should a blind person have been pushed it over accidentally with their stick? I'm just <laughs> saying that's a weird, that's odd that they jumped to the conclusion that someone was so malicious that they would be willing. I don't know. Maybe it's it one of those proud boys. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how dare these people get hope from this? That corn's not even white corn. It was yellow corn. (laughs) (laughs) The Stockyards AG Experience, a group working to transform the city's vacant stockyards into an interactive experience, is selling T-shirts commemorating the stock. So we decided to do a slightly deeper dive because this is such an inspirational story. Um, the Huffington Post referenced the Argus Leader. Yeah, so we jumped over to the Argus Leader to continue on the story. And I'm just going to say that, you know, this. I hope that they took the corn and they roasted it with some rubber and some caked in motor oil. <laughs> they're making biodiesel? <laughs> they, they're making ethanol. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, like the eternal flame, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a corn. <laughs> Why is the street on fire? Well, in in 2020, that's where the uh, corn was. <laughs> We've gathered here today, all of us out of love of the beloved 57th Street corn. We have you, Park Tomato, you, River Kale, you, Rooftop Marijuana Plants. <laughs> we all loved this 57th Street Corn. It, it was gone too soon. It loved the sun and staying at home and watching traffic. It's a life gone before it ever began. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. <laughs> now, now a few words from his surviving wife, Alote. <laughs> All right. So we did jumped... you write that whole thing out? <laughs> I did. I wrote the whole thing down. I want you to give the eulogy at my, my funeral, but it has to be that. Okay, I will. <laughs> He is, right, mourned, is he talking about Louie or is he just being extra racist? Yeah. He is mourned by a mar- rooftop marijuana plant. Like, I famously don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> All right. So we jumped over to the Argus leader, which is the people that broke the story. That's a news source more reliable than following the direction of the Argus leader. <laughs> so it says the Colonel of Hope, Sioux Falls, mourns loss of 57th Street Court. And they did a, a eulogy just like myself. The mm-hmm. 57th Street Corn was gone too soon. The corn was found by Sioux Falls residents Wednesday morning lying near the intersection at 57th Street and Minnesota Avenue. I, I wish they made like a chalk outline of the oh, stock absolutely. on the street. Let's put two <laughs> chicks drinking wine on a podcast <laughs> to solve the crime behind. <laughs> the, plant had, the plant had not yet reached its time to harvest. It had so much life left to give 
photosynthesis to partake in. Yeah, dude, it, I don't partake in no photosynthesis. No. That will mess you up. It leaves baked in the sun on the concrete instead of waving in the wind to passerby. Its vibrant red hair was covered up by its stalk. When the tender stalk was uprooted sometime in the night between Tuesday and Wednesday, the dreams of thousands were uprooted and tossed aside with it. But it wasn't a piece of trash to Sioux Falls residents, discarded on the side of the road like the cigarette butts that surrounded it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is like, wow. I would hate to go, go into a slam poetry competition with the Argus leader. <laughs> no, it's still a kernel of hope. It's like keep reaching for those stars, Sioux Falls. <laughs> Sioux Falls residents mourned the loss of the 57th Street Corner on social media Wednesday, remembering on how the tiny stock brought people together. But it exposed two street sweepers not doing their jobs. Yeah, absolutely. It's an end of an era, but the 57th Street Corner will never be forgotten. <laughs> Hashtag 57C. <laughs> oh. And then someone actually reported the crime to the Argus leader 911. They said, I'd like to report a crime. Please investigate the death of the 57th Street Corps. Oh. Yeah. Around 11 a.m. on Wednesday, residents reported that the stock had been removed from the area. A memorial still stands on the site with a sign proclaiming corn R.I.P. So they got T-shirts. There's a bunch of like and then hand-drawn pictures. There's a candle with <laughs> a stock over Jesus' face. And then uh, they have funeral information. Funeral services have not been announced for the 57th Street Corn. It is a customary that corn stocks be cremated. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, a corn only has one corn. And then you, like, the whole thing is like one corn, I think. Oh, yeah? You, they, you can't reuse the plant? Correct. It doesn't My... grow multiple stocks? Correct. Yeah. And then you, like, slash and burn the field. Okay. Well, so what do we think about this, Louie? It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that this thing grew and people sort of rallied around it and that it had its own Twitter account. I think that's hilarious. You're like, more amazing if it didn't have a Twitter yeah, that's account. True. <laughs> it probably has more Twitter followers than we do. <laughs> that's the sad part. So, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And I think they should do this more often. They should do plant plants in places that shouldn't have sort of agriculture yeah and maybe it will boost the spirits of the people of sioux falls because they live in sioux falls yeah <laughs> there ain't a lot there it's a, i mean it's an all right town yeah i like how you're backing off are you working in sioux falls soon? i was supposed to <laughs> <laughs> i was supposed to go there but uh, no longer you don't want them mad at you <laughs> i want to be invited back <laughs> the boycott out be like corn stalks <laughs> all right i like it and we will post a picture of the corn Yep. In its magnificence. It's full glory. Going against all odds. It's yes. the Rocky Balboa story. Except Rocky lost. Well, it depends on which movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give you that. It's the Rambo story. Oh, wait. No. He still was on the run at the end of the movie. Yeah, he's still on the run, dude. That's Rambo's the thing with all the those Sylvester Stallone uh, movies. It's like the, the hero doesn't win. Well, he does win. He just doesn't win. He wins your hearts. That, Just like this corn, Louis. <laughs> it didn't win in the end. This is the Rocky Balboa. It didn't win in the end, maybe, but it won our hearts. Maybe Sylvester Stallone planted that corn and ripped it up. Okay, well, we've spent already way too much time talking about this corn. All right. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Louie's on vacation, but what do you think you're doing right now, Louie? Right now, I'm probably, according to the itinerary, not at Shark Island. Oh, yes. So sad, man. <laughs> so, I'll still, just... still in the but southern... What you should do is you should take your Asquatch and to Shark Island and watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It'll be, it'll be epic. <laughs> Where can they catch you? Nowhere, man. I am just hanging out. Going to be voting. I don't know if I'm going to be voting, actually. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, but just hanging out, folks. And uh, if you want to shoot us a message, do so at info at We want to hear from you, what's going on with you, what you're into, what your uh, Thanksgiving plans are. We'd like to hear that. Yeah. As we, are you, you know, brining a turkey? Are you going to deep fry it? What's going down? Or what you think, the things that Louie's wife's going to get mad at him over on the vacation. <laughs> yeah. She just, uh, before we left, she was like, I don't know if I can put up with this for 15 days. (laughs) No, no. But there's a robot bar. Dude, the ship you're going on, I've worked on on it a couple times, and it's awesome. All right. Do you tip the robot bar like 20%? No, don't tip the robot bar. (laughs) auto gratuity. No, do not do that. Um, Other than that, folks, we hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening, and stay weird.